0: FM 104 is switched on and I'm joined by nutritionist Orla Walsh. Hello.
1: Thanks for having me on.
0: I I hope you're having a lovely evening. I am indeed. Thank you very much for chatting to us now. I suppose we're in January so Veganuary tends to get a lot of attention around this time. But I saw this study that was published during the week saying that meatless versus meat fast food, there is no difference in regards to how healthy they are. Would this surprise you?
1: No, it wouldn't surprise me at all. But now that it's a headline. I can see why it might surprise some people. Years ago, I did the nutritional analysis of an, on a menu and one of the highest calorie options on the menu and the highest fat was a defat fried tofu burger. But it was because the tofu su- sucked up the fat like a sponge. Um, so, yeah, I'm not surprised by this. Um. Processed food is processed food.
0: This is the thing. And I think a lot of people like I'm a veggie. I kind of I, I say it a a few times. Um, I am a veggie so I'm kind of very conscious of what I'm eating in regards to I suppose how good the food is because as you said processed food is processed food and if it doesn't look like a potato it's probably not a potato.
1: Yeah it, no exactly and there was some studies and it does depend on which country you're looking at but for example there was a study done in France and the ultra processed food comprised 40% of the total calorie intake of a typical ve- vegan diet mm. so more so than for vegetarians or meat eaters so that's you know for the for a lot of people who do actually go vegan or follow a vegan diet you know one of the benefits they kind of expect is some health benefits because of the addition of potentially more plants but you know if you're adding in more ultra processed food, you're not necessarily going to achieve what you're setting out to achieve.
0: So if you are looking at or maybe you're in the middle of doing Veganuary, what should you be taking into account if you're starting on a diet like this?
1: Well, I suppose, um, you know, trying to keep a whole food diet as much as possible. So um, food that hasn't been changed, it hasn't been processed. So foods of one ingredient and just also be aware that You know, when you are buying foods that come in a packet, more processed food, that you're not necessarily buying like for like, because you could be buying just say a vegan burger or a meat replacement. But, you know, one quarter of the products surveyed were not a source or a high in protein and therefore they were probably carbs or fats or a mixture of the two. So you might think, okay, I'm just replacing this burger for a vegan burger and and it'll be the same thing. But. You Know if it's not even a source of protein, um, which even bread is, um, it's worryingly low in protein, so it's not a, a safe or a fair trade. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of being mindful of that. That and and so I would say keep the diet as whole food as possible and be aware that just because it's a burger, it doesn't mean that it's going to be this, you know, give you the similar nutrients that an animal based burger would, because it, it doesn't.
0: What are some of the mistakes people tend to make?
1: The mistakes, the big mistake is that people go into it without doing much research or the research they're looking at is from people who really, to be honest, are spreading misinformation. Mm. So they're not registered dietitians and they shouldn't really be giving advice on nutrition. Um, Because if you are following a vegan diet, there are some nutrient gaps that you need to fill with other foods and possibly with supplements too. Um, So I'll I'll give you an example. So if you, for example, trade milk for um, a plant-based milk, you will, um, you know, be taking in a lot of similar nutrients because the plant-based milks will be fortified with a lot of similar nutrients, but they might not contain one key ingredient such as iodine, which is found in abundance in dairy milk. The other thing is, is that if you're not shaking the carton loads, most of it's at the bottom, Mm. it's in sediment, it's at the bottom of the carton. So you might not be actually drinking it in. So just because it's fortified doesn't mean you're actually consuming it. And even when you shake the carton loads, there's still some sediment lost and you won't, it's not like for like. So just because it's been added to the packet doesn't mean it's going into your glass or into your bowl. So it is important that people understand these differences and get the education on that. But supplementation is necessary. You need to supplement vitamin B12 and you need to supplement omega-3, which you can get from um, an algae source because the omega-3 found in plants isn't the same as the omega-3 found in oily fish. Mm
0: -hmm. And I was that person. I was the person who, well, I I never ate a load of meat anyway, so it wasn't kind of a a decision that I suddenly just made. It just kind of happened. But I never did any research and I became very deficient in many things. So... That's a huge thing that people need to do. If you're going to take it out, make sure you're putting it in in another way, like you
1: were saying. Exactly. Like because some of the deficiencies, you know, the symptoms aren't so bad or the consequences aren't so bad in the short term, but might be in the long term. But take something like vitamin B12 deficiency. It's not just you'll have, you know, low energy. It can have huge neurological Uh, Result in huge neurological issues. So you have to take these things seriously. Um, And it is and you you have experience there. You know how horrible it is to be deficient in some key nutrients. It's not just a case that you're a little bit low in energy. You'd be really fatigued or your hair could fall out or your bones could be thinning. So it is important to take it seriously.
0: Absolutely. What is your opinion on plant based milks? Because I've heard different variations of some being better than others.
1: Yeah, I suppose you you can certainly argue that soy milk is better um than others because it can it's naturally similar in in terms of protein as cow's milk. So um you would get a similar amount of protein, ten grams per you know um a pint um or half a pint, similar to cow's milk. Soya also has additional benefits in that um for some women it can help with um, menopausal uh, flushes. About one in three women. Um, it helps lower cholesterol um, it's protective against certain diseases. So I suppose soya milk would be the preferred trade if you were trading from dairy to soya. But remember, even if you're trading from dairy to soy, you're not going to fill all the nutrient gaps. You you do need to be mindful of other nutrients such as iodine.
0: Absolutely. And then I suppose Veganuary is all about trying to just incorporate more veg into um the diet in general are we good at that usually
1: um i suppose you see i like it in theory that people are going to start eating more plants but i'd rather people do that in a more sustainable way so not just for january mm-hmm. and instead go if you know research suggests that if people think that in order to eat a more sustainable diet they have to go vegan they're less likely to do it and less likely to make changes that are going to impact the environment in a positive way. But if people realize that actually you can, you know, just add more plants and add more plants to your diet. So your diet is more plant based. It doesn't have to be exclusively plant based to get benefits. Then perhaps that's more, it's more something that a lot of people could do and not only for one month for the whole entire year or the years that follow.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of putting in a habit that will last for a longer term,
1: and have huge health benefits. Because yeah. we've all the advice has always been: eat. A, you know, the majority of your diet should be plants. That has been the the advice since the beginning of time. That hasn't <laughs> changed. Um, it's just, I suppose, I worry that people think it has to be exclusively plants, so therefore they're not doing any making any changes, mm-hmm. or else they're doing it but only for a short period of time.
0: So it can be both. If you want to balance out your diet with meat as well, that's also, you know, obviously that's an option too. You don't have to
1: go full veggie or vegan. Exactly. And, and we call that flexitarian, but really I'd prefer if people didn't label themselves at yeah. all. But mm-hmm. in in fact, just kind of ate according to their own values and taste buds and and nutrient needs. You know, I, I think as soon as you label yourself, you're 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 putting yourself in a box that perhaps you might feel trapped in. So um I think that people should make changes but not necessarily label themselves
0: yeah I love that how can people find out more about everything you do
1: um well they can go to my website orlawalshnutrition.ie or um I'm on Instagram and um, I, I am on the other social um uh ones but I, I suppose social media you know Instagram is where you'll find me more often
0: excellent Orla Walsh thank you very much for chatting to us thanks Louise